Welcome to Talking Giants presented by SeatGeek. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, with my co-host, Justin Penick. And Saquon Barkley is officially signed with the New York Giants. Signed a, a one-year up to $11 million contract uh, the day that the Giants players are reporting, and he's going to be at training camp. As we braced for a training camp full of, you know, distraction questions, you know, just nonstop Saquon in the background. Is he going to come back, even though we were always confident he would play week one? And that all goes for naught. And honestly, I'm not shocked that some type of deal got done because I even floated it out there on, yeah, you did. on the Friday podcast. Yeah. But I am shocked that this deal got done because two things. There is no tag that they cannot franchise tag him again. We could talk. Maybe there's some gentleman agreement about, you know, next offseason. And also, it's it's up to $11 million, that $900,000 in incentives are extremely hard to do. They are all things that did not happen last year. It is 1,350 uh, rushing yards. Didn't get that last year. 11 touchdowns. Oh, and all these are plus and getting the playoffs. So he could have 1,800 yards and the Giants don't make the playoffs. He doesn't hit that in, uh, incentive. 11 touchdowns plus the playoffs. Didn't do that last year. 65 catches plus the playoffs last year. So for me, it's minimal cash and for high benchmarks on these incentives. And it speaks to Saquon. Because the business side of this says, man, this is really a dumb decision by Saquon Barkley. Um, but it speaks to Saquon, but it also speaks to Saquon kind of understanding the bigger picture of winning with this team, but also what this does for his his, his image. Because it helps it a lot, man. Like you cannot you can talk about people's motives and stuff, but this like there you can't have a single Giants fan who doesn't respect Saquon Barkley after this. Yeah, I mean that that's where my brain goes to first. Uh, in a day of age where fans will accuse athletes of being me first guys, of being egotistical, this is one of the most humble and team first moves that I've ever seen, especially as ever. a fan of like my favorite team. Right? I'm not going to speak just like in, in the NFL and just in general. You can say, well, what choice does he have? Right? Uh, the choice he had really was to go through this summer. And it would have been a distraction. I don't think I don't think it would have destroyed the team, but Saquon had like every right to try and put more pressure on the Giants. Uh, he could have missed camp, and I'm pretty sure Bobby. Let me know if you disagree with this. I'm still pretty sure he would he could have got this same deal at the end of August if he if he really wanted to. Instead, this is a guy who cares about his image. He cares about his legacy, and he wants to be respected by this fan base. And man, did Saquon Barkley really accomplish all that for me today? It's a it's it is a bad situation for him. Um, he might have made it worse um, by signing this deal with like incentives that are really hard to reach. He also would have made it worse for himself if he did kind of hold out, and then fans start to turn on him a little bit. But and fans would have turned on him. Like yeah. even it doesn't matter if they didn't deserve to. Like Saquon has to take care of himself. But some had already. But if every practice that he would have missed the vitriol would have increased yep. whether it's fair or not that is what was going to happen you know and that's for people who are us who are like in it day in day out and just the casual fans like man just show up they're offering yep. you the franchise tag it's not you know it happens as part of the cba um but for saquon he doesn't have like he kind of gets to turn himself into the savior instead of the heel where it's like yeah and again we knew that he was not going to miss a game everything we had heard every hint said he's not missing a game that's not who saquon barkley is and the guy didn't even miss a practice. And again, this deal. Not even one practice. When I saw this deal, I'm like, 
there's okay there must be some type of incentive in, or clause in it where they said they can't franchise tag him again so they can avoid the hassle of ha- not having him in training camp but it doesn't have that and the incentives are are again they're they're more than what he did last year on a really nice a really good yeah. year for him last year and even the most optimistic Saquon Barkley fan is probably not predicting that he's going to have more rushing yards than he did last year Yes, like he can be more efficient. He can, you know, have more explosive plays. But he was, you know, top of the league in carries last year. Yeah, right. Like three hundred fifty-two. And even you know, we we talked about it a little while back too. He missed an entire game because the starters sat the last week of the season against the Eagles, and he still led all running backs in snaps. And he led all running backs in snap share at like at like slightly over eighty percent. Yeah, and like the vo- like not even like yards per catch or total yard like just volume sixty-five catches right. Um, which is again, you know, we've talked about Saquon's receiver. That's a lot of rece- that's a lot of receptions to have in a season. And last year he led them in receptions and didn't hit that many. Um, but yeah, to not even miss report day and make them sweat through a press conference. Yeah, it's like because you know Joe Shane and Brandy were going to adjust the media tomorrow morning to not even make them sweat that out. I thought he'd be willing to do that. And uh, this is a Saquon move, right? This like is his, a Saquon his, move. His agents didn't advise this. And maybe he's going to be done with his agency after this because we know he turned down money earlier in the bye week um, and the pre-tag deadline deal. And maybe he's like, all right, I'm done. I, I'm showing up to camp. And so we talk about like Saquon worries about his image and missing camp hurts that, right? And, and I want to talk about what Carl Banks said a little later in the podcast too. But also, like it's just truly, I think it's who Saquon is. Like he, we, he's sensitive one, but he's sensitive because he cares. Like he gives yeah. a damn. And for him to not be in training camp with his teammates, it was going to eat him alive. Yeah, he was like it was going to make his skin crawl to not be a part of a team that he had been with for five years. They finally go to the playoffs to make a playoff run. His, you know, his friend Daniel Jones uh, gets a contract. Sterling Shepard, his other friend, is brought back. They bring in more pieces. And he's not there for the for the year after. Yeah. Like and that even, would have drove him drove him nuts to have to sit out these six weeks. And honestly, I was on the train coming in. The fir- first of all, this news broke at seven a.m., which you, usually you don't have a lot of breaking news ha- <laughs> happening at seven a.m. to kind of start your day. Giants made a bunch of moves uh, in, in like the morning and the early part of the afternoon that I guess we'll we'll touch on in this show maybe. Um, but I went back to that money matters clip that uh, like I was thinking about. You know, I remember there was a certain point of that podcast where Saquon was talking himself about himself as a kid, playing this game and seeing people in 26 jerseys and how he takes pride and that he helps create memories for kids and fans. We've always said that this stuff matters to him, and a lot of athletes will say that it matters to them. But man, this is a move today, an, an unselfish move. And again, you could say that he had no other choice, but he did have a choice, and the choice was to not show up and not work hard for the New York football giants in camp. That move he made willingly on his own. Um, you know, but he showed today that with the move with image perception, respect like that does really matter to him. We knew it mattered, but actions actually really did show that it fully matters to Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Like it, it, we, you know, we were talking with Weiss on Friday like Weiss is like I think he's going to show up for like some point of camp and I was like yeah maybe but there's no agent in the world who's going to tell him to do that um so which I mean I'll be interested to see if he changes agency and what happens uh for him next but I'm I'm sure he doesn't feel great about how that all um turned out now do you think that because there's no tag claw uh, there's they could just can franchise tag him again 
Do you think there's possibly a handshake deal, though, that if they are in a position to tag him, that it's a tag and trade? Where they tag him and, and uh, he lets him negotiate a deal with another team, you know, essentially hit the open market, let him negotiate with another team, and then trade him for, you know, whatever, you know, a fourth or a fifth round pick. Yeah. Um, I'm at the point where I hope Saquon, I hope Joe Shane and the Giants have some sort of backdoor, like, hey, we'll do this favor for you to Saquon Barkley. Because at this point, Saquon and his team have taken so many L's. In the in this in this negotiation process, that I hope, like I was even surprised to see that, you know, the incentives. So this is from Jordan Ronan came out like early this afternoon. The incentives don't alter Barkley's franchise tag number for next year either. It remains 120 percent of the 10.1 million 2024 franchise tag for Barkley is 12.1 million. So that stays in place, and that's per Jordan Ronan. Like I was shocked to see that because even I was thinking, Bobby, it's like okay. Saquon Barkley agrees to a one-year deal. You you started off this morning saying, oh, it's probably going to be the fact that he agrees to the one-year deal and then you cannot franchise tag him next year. Nope, you are allowed to franchise tag him next year. So then I so then there was a part of me in the morning that was like, okay, so maybe with the incentives and maybe the fact that he can earn up to you know $11 million this year, if he earns it, then maybe that can increase the franchise tax next year to $13 million. So then $24 million through two years, that's like close to Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry guaranteed money over two years. So that would be sort of a win for Saquon Barkley of guaranteed cash. Nope, not even that. The 2024 franchise tag is $12.1 million. I hope that there is some sort of backdoor like... If you want this and we have to tag you, we'll do this for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, and and again, hopefully it, they allow him to hit the market and see what he can get yeah. instead of this. Oh well, I'm worth this. Just no, go out there and get what you can. And you know, I've been a big proponent of the Giants franchise tagging him this year. Very happy they did that. That was always my goal for this. I don't care what anyone says about the CBA. A second franchise tag to me is grimy. And especially after Saquon did this for the Giants. Yeah. Where it's, it is grimy. I don't care. You can talk to me, oh, it's in the CBA. Well, you know why it's in the CBA? Because the NFL union is always going to be the weakest union because you are dealing with thousands of players whose lifespans are, you know, uh, playing time, their, their spans in the league yeah. are very short and it only affects 1% of the players. So the franchise tag deal is a very smart thing by the owners, but it's also screwed up because they know that they can take advantage of the NFLPA because it's always, it's always going to lose because you have so many people on different uh, uh, playing, uh, playing levels, playing fields. This isn't baseball where it's all similar. This isn't basketball where all they're all similar and all get these you know guaranteed deals like where a lockout like they would win that and they can you know they can stand to win that the NFL so that's why yeah they can do it it but to me doing it a second time would be grimy and especially after Saquon Barkley did this did, for you did this did this for the Giants yeah you know and it helps him and I want to again I do want to talk about what Carl Banks said um, but to me it would be grimy. I don't care if it's the right business decision. I was the main. I was a huge proponent. To me, the franchise tag is used by on players all the time. A second time to me is just flat out scummy. Um, yeah, I agree. Pro Football Talk reported that uh, they requested a trade. Who's they? The Saquon Barkley representatives. Yep. You know, looking, but no one could. They couldn't find any deal. Any team that was willing to give Saquon Barkley the contract that he was looking for, which was fifteen to sixteen. Now Saquon Barkley went on Twitter and called Cap three hats on it. Uh, 
Florio is not this most trustworthy person in the world, but I can definitely see that happening. But I also, I also don't care because that's part of negotiations. And they put the non-exclusive tag on Saquon Barkley, um, which made let him go out and negotiate with teams. Uh, so even if they did, I don't view that as like, oh, Saquon was trying to get out of the Giants. I view that as a negotiating tactic from Saquon Barkley's side. Like, see, we'll we'll show you what a team is willing to pay, and it kind of backfired on them too, where it's like, well, no team was willing yeah. to to pay uh, pay you what you wanted. Yeah, I can see that. I don't have like a major take take away from that, um, you know, because it, it it could be true, and it and it could not it could not be true. So. Um, like I said, I don't have I don't have much of a major. Do we want to get into the like I have the specifics of the one year contract, and I also have the specifics of um, the incentives and like what what he needs to do and what he needs to reach. Do we do we want to go through that? Well, yeah, it's just the thirteen hundred uh, one thousand three hundred fifty rushing yards plus playoffs, yep. eleven touchdowns plus playoffs, and sixty five catches plus playoffs. Yep. All right. So those are the incentives, and that's worth nine hundred nine thousand dollars, and does not count against the two thousand twenty three cap if. He reaches those things because it's like uh, there's like a phrase, right? There's, there's likely phrase. to be earned uh, incentives. Yeah. So he d- it, or it, unlikely. Uh, yeah. So it goes. It goes unlikely by to be earned. Likely are ones that you reached in the past season. So if it was twelve fifty, ten touchdowns, and fifty five catches, they would all be co- count against the cap. But because they are marks that he didn't hit last year, yeah, they are. On, uh, they will not be on on yeah. this year's cap. But if he does reach them, they will roll over to next. Year. So each incentive is three hundred three thousand dollars, since there's three of them divided by three. Um, and then I also believe he has the base salary of eight point zero nine one million dollars this year. It's base salary, and then with the two million signing bonus that mm-hmm. he gets up front. Yep. Yeah, why don't you read an ad and we can talk about this, you know, Carl Banks, and, and then we have some other uh, transactions that happen. Oh, boy, I'll read an ad and watch this. Boom! Factor. I love Factor. I'm actually addicted to Factor. It's changed my life. Literally, they send you meals that are ready to rock and roll, and, yeah, you heat them up in the microwave. That may sound sus. It may sound suspicious, but I want you to trust me. They're Factor, good. They're good. I like They're them. really good. And it's really like changed my perception. And they're like portion controlled, but they're enough. They're flavored. You don't need, I, I usually like to doctor stuff like with like garlic salt or, or like come with like whatever, Cordoba sauce. Uh, I don't even need it. Factor has changed my life. Factor has changed my life. And I'm, and I'm serious. Now that we're in the thick of summer, we're getting into camp. You might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up faster with flavorful, nutritious, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll, you'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash Giants50 and use code Giants50 to get 50% off, which is huge. So Factor's changed my life. I love Factor, and this is like one of our best deals that we get. That's code Giants50 at FactorMeals.com slash Giants50 to get 50% off. Bobby Skinner, you'll be glad you did. So it was pretty interesting. Carl Banks had some um, words for Saquon. Um, what did he say? I yesterday. really missed it. I, I got the cliff notes of it, and basically it was like, hey, man, this sucks for you. Show up. Show up, and this is going to help your brain. Like, you can – Make the make the best out of a bad situation for you, and this will like this will like you're only you're only gonna hurt yourself by sitting out. It's gonna hurt yourself in the eyes of fan bases and sponsors and all that stuff. And then the next day it happens, and I've seen a lot of dot connections of well, Banks. He listened to Banks. Uh, a couple things on that. I think what Carl said is true. 
right? Like Carl made good points on that. If you go, you know, go check out their podcast um, to kind of get the full grasp of what he said. But it's basically, like, hey, man, like you're 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 going to hurt yourself by being stubborn on this, even though you have every right to. Um, and the and the long like the big picture, you're going to help yourself out by doing this. Uh, now, I think there's no there's Carl Banks is a great indicator of what is what is happening behind the scenes without actually telling you. And to me, it's no coincidence that he would say that to say uh, publicly twelve hours before this deal went down because they didn't they didn't you know, like like you said it was at seven a.m. this morning they didn't wake up and like you know what let's do a contract like this has been in the works since since the tag deadline yeah you know and, the and lot they of, knew it was getting close and I, they were probably doing their best to push it across yeah. the line so and a thank, lot of the reporters you, a lot of a lot of the reporters did say that they were this is a like conversations didn't stop after the deadline you know Joe Shane and everybody else kept talking you know we've gave a lot of credit to Saquon I I, I think more credit deservedly so needs to go to Saquon than Joe Shane and all this but I mean also credit to Joe Shane too where I can imagine there are some GMs where it's like I didn't draft you um you know you're you're not my superstar I didn't draft you I, I don't need to take credit for you but stayed at the negotiation table realized that this is the and I guess like the why we're bringing up now like 20 minutes in is that Joe Shane doesn't deserve like the most credit for this because the situa- well, situation did really play into his hands that he doesn't have to pay Saquon Barkley all this money and there's not all this pressure on him to do so, I guess. But credit to him that he stayed at the nego- negotiation table and didn't just like, all right, I'll see you whenever because I know you're eventually going to show up. Well, here's what I'll say. Being a hard negotiator and setting that standard early on is good. One, like I even jokingly like t- tagged Xavier McKinney when people were like, man, Saquon and Julian Love would have got more money if they would have taken their bi- uh, bi-week deals. So there's good for setting that up for the future. But like we don't like when we offer, we're not playing games. Yeah, but good on. I mean, I guess Shane was ready to go into the press conference and go in the camp with all these questions with Saquon Barkley because you know obviously Saquon's side was negotiating to get the franchise tag uh, for next season. Um, you know, not having a clause where that's not allowed, where they cannot pick up the fr- where they can't tag him, and Shane, like I would have done that, and Shane didn't give in. Like I, I, to me, and I said on Friday, I was like, I think it'd be worth it to get rid of, you know, put a clause in, in a contract saying you can't want franchise tag again. Get him in camp. Let's get ready for this season. Let's not deal with distractions and the pain in the ass that Saquon not being here would be. So credit to him for kind of being hard and fast. Like this is what this is what we're offering. This is what we're offering. And, I mean, when I look at the incentives in this deal, part of me thinks, like, did Joe Shane just, like, put this out there and not think Saquon would take it? Like, do you, does part of you think Shane was a little shocked when he's like, oh, you yeah. you accepted this? Yeah. Because like, this deal is insanely I mean, uh, we know, pro-Giants. Like, really, one, of my, one of my first thoughts, seeing the deal and seeing the incentives, and again, the, the domino effect that went from, okay, Saquon Barkley signs a one-year deal. Okay, this deal is going to include that the Giants cannot franchise tag him next year. Oh, they actually can. Okay, well, the incentives are actually going to be somewhat reasonable, and maybe the franchise tag can increase next year past $12 million. Oh, no, that can't. So, you know... It, it, Don't be a principled fool is what Carl Banks said. Yeah. Chat, chat pulled that up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Part part of me, Saquon's got to fire his agent. Yes, well, I want to I want to stick on Shane for for one quick second. 
this is just so it's unreal how this situation has kind of gone because it's it's in so much favor of <laughs> of the Giants as a franchise and as a football team. I'm really interested to hear what Joe Shane has to say, and I really hope the beat does press him on this because while Joe Shane is paid to uh, evaluate and assign value to each individual player, and evaluating and assigning value ultimately is associated with the the market and the running back market. Um, so I'm not saying Joe Shane made a mistake there by not paying Saquon Barkley, but Saquon Barkley, and you talked about this, does deserve more credit for saying, I want to be a giant, I want to be a I want to be a giant. And it doesn't feel like the way that the Giants have been approaching this situation has been with the same intentions that we want to keep you here and be a giant for life. So I want I need somebody on the beat to eloquently word a question to Joe Shane that gets at that notion that Saquon has said. I want to be a giant for life, but everything that the Giants have shown throughout these contract negotiations, negotiations with Saquon Barkley has been the ex- almost the opposite of we do not want you to be a giant for life. Yeah, or like it would be nice, but we're not going to we're not willing to offer you something that will right. uh, make that very So likely. how does Joe Shane respond to that? Uh, that's what I need to hear. That's what uh, I want to hear. Yeah, that it, I, I'm I mean we haven't heard from Shane since all of this and I you know he's not going to he's not going to give you any real answers but I I am going to be tuned into that press conference to figure out at least at least see what we can pull out of it. Um but yeah, Saquon does need to fire his yeah, get, agents. Fire your agents, dude. <laughs> Seriously. We like, we were saying that even like after the like after the season we're like are we we sure he shouldn't have taken that deal during the year? Um lo and behold. But yeah, I mean any notion of him missing games was always garbage. Like I know they like they threatened it, and it was the most empty threat of all time. Like, oh, he'll miss games. He's willing to yeah. miss games. And like, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. And whoever said that, I was just like, you know, that's not true. Saquon Barkley, you know, Saquon Barkley, he is not missing games. Dude didn't even miss. Not even didn't miss practice. He didn't even miss report day. Yeah, like he didn't even miss. Probably the like one of the first ones in the building training. this morning. Report day for training camp. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, like credit to Saquon Barkley for being like the ultimate. And you don't like this is you don't see this shit. No, and I think you don't like that's why it's so shocking is you don't like. There used to be a time where it's like you would have the guys like team first, you know, sacrifice money for the team, and now it's kind of become a foreign concept, and I think rightfully so because you should always hope for the root for the players uh, versus the owners, right? Obviously, with a salary cap, it 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 it, uh, it complicates it, but you just don't see it anymore. And Saquon like kind of brought that back, and you know all the words he's said over the five last five years, and it's like, man, anyone can say those words. He actually lived them out with yeah. this. Yeah, again, I just that money that money matters interview where it's like, oh well, you know, th- these aren't just words that you say that you actually do really believe and take it seriously that. You know your your impact and your legacy, and it does and it does go down the legacy. I know this is a oh in in the moment you typically don't talk about legacy and stuff like that. Now you got to win, right? If you win in New York and you can win while you're a giant, and you know hey even if uh you know even if you're getting paid what you don't want to get paid and how you know you think that you're valued more, but if you win in New York, I mean you'll literally be a hero forever. And I think that's kind of like what he's going for. Let's close this out. We got a a few just updates from uh from the Giants building since the last time we talked. The Giants signed Tayshaun Bauer and Brandon Bryant, outside linebacker and a defensive tackle. Both have kind of bounced around the league, gotten minimal playing time. Um, but Bauer, at least Tayshaun Bauer, 
pops out is like, well, outside linebacker four is wide open, so maybe he can be a surprise, get in there. You know, I mean, Austin Kalitra was signed on this day a, a year ago and made the roster. Wow. Uh, they waived Trenton Thompson, who was a UDFA last year out of San Diego State safety. Sad. Andre Miller, um, who was waived slash injured later uh, earlier in the offseason. Makai Polk was a wide receiver that came over from the Ravens. And then Ellerson Smith. Now, Ellerson Smith isn't off the Giants. He's waived slash injured, which is essentially – Players that don't have aren't haven't had like Gerard Jared Davis was able to go straight to IR because he's had a, a he's a vested veteran with four years in the league, but players who haven't done that who are still on you know that rookie timeline of four years, they you have to waive them to put them on IR. Okay, and this time of year during camp, uh, you have to waive them, and if no one team picks them up, then you can put them on your IR. So it's basically a way of not manipulating to get rookies. Like to stay on the roster throughout a year if you're not ready to get them, put them on the actual 53 man. So you think he's headed for IR? Yeah, I don't see why anybody would. Well, no, it depends on how injured he is. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. If if he's if he's like you know injured for two weeks, I could see a team taking a waiver uh, flyer on him uh, and bringing him in the camp. But yeah, I, I just Ellerson Smith has played 121 snaps since being drafted. He's been constantly injured. He was already a project, so it's not like this guy who's got like kind of a polish out of college, but maybe didn't have the athletic. Like he's always been a project, always been bad versus the run, you know. And that look, he looked really bad in some preseason moments last year against the run game. Blocked a punt against the Eagles last year, though. Ah, uh, and got injured immediately after. Like <laughs> Ellis, I mean, I mean, I remember that was a pick I wasn't high on like the really the only selling point was like hey he does have potential like he's athletic and he's long but his film was was pretty mediocre yeah um so he he's gone but technically not gone i think he ends up on the giants ir um also they replaced um what they they were they got a new special team assistant with mike adams who's a long time safety in the nfl he's a full-time uh goes into a full-time role with the giants so uh, congratulations to Mike Adams. Congratulations to Mike Adams. I think we're at 90 now, right? Because they, they made the two cuts. Um, they brought in some other guys. Yeah, we're at 90. So we're, we're, at, we're, we're at 90. We're, we're ready to roll for camp. Ready to roll for camp. So we'll be out there uh, live streams after every practice, uh, podcasts every single weekday. So excited to get out there. Doesn't it feel good, though, to have, I mean, like no shit Sherlock, yes, but I'm even just saying end of, end of podcast thoughts. It feels good as a Giants fan who's optimistic for this year. We're going to go out there. Like the There's going to be a buzz tomorrow. And even more so now that 2-6 is going to be out there. Oh, it's going to be insane, the fandom for Saquon yes. tomorrow. You know, we I, nothing was going to stop my excitement for training camp. But I'm even more buzzed now. Well, I was going to say, there was going to be an annoyance of training camp, though, without Saquon there. Yeah. Because the – like – and like – I like to watch the press conferences and get them out there. The Saquon questions would have done nothing for me after day one, but they would have continued to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it would it would have just been a, a black cloud over over uh, East Rutherford. And so now it's just like all right, and truly no distractions for anybody. Let's go out there and, and watch some football. Play Lock and loaded. Football, so, all right, we appreciate you guys. We will be back tomorrow with a player profile projection and a training camp live stream. We'll see you then. Until then, let's go Big Blue.